0: good morning. Can you imagine? Can you just feel it? Yep. It's that first rush of hot, warm, delicious coffee running through your brain, giving your brain a hug. Oh yes, it's Monday and I'm caffeinated and I'm excited to be here on Live a Life by Design. Good morning, everyone. It's not your hostess with the mostest. I will not take that title even though Jimmy gives it to me quite frequently. I'm Lori Few and we are so excited that you're here with us this morning. We're facing some difficult days in the United States of America. However, you, our dear subscribers and listeners to this podcast, are some of the most fearless and courageous people not just in the state, not in the nation, but on the planet. You understand that you must face your fears head on to overcome them. Ignoring or procrastinating on the largest fears in your life only give them more power over you. Today, Jimmy and I will share three tactics we utilize on a daily basis to maintain our courage to face the headwinds of life. Are you ready, Jimmy?
1: Lori, I am not caffeinated. As you know, I don't drink that dark water, (laughs) but I do hit the hot chocolate pretty hard. (laughs) Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Jimmy Weems joining, and she truly is the nicest hostess of the most, <laughs> if there's such a word. I got to tell you, Lori, I am going to bear it all on this episode. When oh. I might need to refrain that. I will remain fully clothed for throughout okay, the episode, good. but I okay, am bearing my soul today because I am talking about sharing a very personal challenge that I face often. Now This is one of the scariest environments to overcome, and I face it with much fortitude, wisdom, and patience as I can muster. Yes, I am talking about walking into the arena of potential death, or at least bodily harm, and coming out the victor.
0: Wow, I can't even imagine what you've been through or are still going through that would cause such overwhelming interpretation. Jimmy, what is it?
1: Lori, many people listening to this show know that I am an eternal optimist. However, there comes a time that optimism must take a secondary role and realism is staring you right in the face. This near catastrophic environment appears annually for me. Yes, I'm referring to Black Friday. (laughs) Yes, my wife, as beautiful as she is, transforms into a consumer ninja warrior. On that Friday after Thanksgiving in the United States, Wonder Woman would hold nothing on this lovely lady in the local mall.
0: No, wait a minute. Come on. I thought you were going to say something like prolific and profound. You mean it requires a great deal of courage to go shopping with your wife on Black Friday?
1: And stamina. Don't forget that. Stamina is (laughs) key. Get there early Uh, and leave late. You know what I mean, Lori? Uh, on On a more serious note... Folks, the first tactic that we develop uh, greater courage in our lives and we hope in your life is to follow the instructions of one of the most courageous women in recent history. You know her as the First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. The First Lady remarked some of the most important words to drive up a person's level of courage. She simply said, do one thing every day that scares you. What are you doing today that scares you? By facing those fears in life, you become more equipped, more powerful, and more confident to face other fears that may be holding you back from a life you desire. These fears can involve people, money, things, animals, whatever. It is vital that you become the commander of your mind because fear is simply a mental creation of your own doing. The late Zig Ziglar, one of my famous mentors, I had seen three times in person and was left just astounded by how positive and powerful his words were, he quoted, fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. You can control your future by controlling your mind. Gee, Lori, we've said that many times on these podcasts, Many episodes. times. <laughs> so don't allow fear to fester and grow in your mind or it will become rooted so deeply that you must take even greater strength to overcome it.
0: So, Do you think that Zig Ziglar's parents, when they named him that, do you think that they automatically were like, we have a star? That's just a, that's an amazing name for a human being who's going to go out and change the world.
1: So his real name actually is the surname Ziglar. The Zig, if you will, name is kind of a nickname for him. That's not his actual name at birth. But I got to tell you, he had to have a cool name because this man was just so prolific coming from a very poor family. He always took the story and he said, you know, he said, "Uh, back when I was raised down during those depression days, he said, we didn't have a lot to eat. He said, so I always ended up next door at my friend's home. They had a maid. And I knew they were rich because they had a maid. And they had a maid because they had something to cook. And so I knew, (laughs) so I knew (laughs) to be over at their house at any mealtime would be a positive treat. So,
0: (laughs) Well, it's interesting because with a name like that, you obviously have to be courageous because I'm sure some people teased and made fun of his name. But at the same time, he has had such a profound impact on you that I just, I don't know, interesting food for thought this Monday morning, if you will. I got to tell you,
1: you, though, Lori, before we leave this, uh, when I saw him, I had the opportunity. I shook his hand once. I saw him three times, but the line was so long to get to see him that they didn't have enough time for everyone to get through the line. You know, and I could see he was wanting to stay. And this was years ago when he was quite aged at the time, but he was wanting to stay. But his, um, his managers, handlers and those people who were kind of like, Hey, you know, we, we've, we've got to get you back to where you need to be or something like that. So it was pretty awesome. You know, I didn't wash my hand for like two days.
0: I was going to say, I knew it was coming. How long did you wait before you washed your
1: hands? About two right. days. I mean, it was good. <laughs> two days.
0: Well, One of the best tactics that we're going to use for becoming more courageous is to practice mindfulness. You know, we talk a lot about mindfulness. Positive self-talk embeds in your mind the powerful messages that you allow your brain to create your happy environment, if you will. Several times each day, you have to check your mindfulness. It's kind of like checking your gas gauge, honestly, in your car, which I am guilty. I don't look as much as I should until I see the little icon that says love fuel. Uh, so when I do it personally for mindfulness, I try to do a little bit better than I do with my regular uh, car duties. So and you,
1: you're saying that you have gas quite a bit all day. <laughs> oh, what, now, come what on. You say you saying? Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood <laughs> the analogy. My apologies. No. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Please proceed, Miss Lauren. <laughs>
0: Listen, you never know how it's going to go around here. You just don't. But we do need to become more more mindful in those situations. So you check your vitals, your overall well-being, you're conscious on your state of mind. Are you happy? Are you calm? If you are disengaged in life or focusing more on the negative news reported daily or other situations that affect your mental health, you'll suffer in mindfulness. Ask yourself, who do I need to become instead of what do I need to become? The very fact that you are becoming someone bigger, better, and bolder will empower your capabilities to develop courage in your life.
1: This episode of Live a Life by Design is sponsored by Compass Capital Management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At Compass Capital Management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction, clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, The Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Register Principal Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management, LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd, Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501. Lori, that is powerful. So what you're saying is we need to focus on what do we need to become instead of what do we need to do. So think about becoming something. It takes courage to become someone new. Let me give you a true story about a brilliant young man that I knew, and he had a very secure career. Everything was going great with an international company. This young man was on his way to the top. And at the end of the day though, he had this deep down in his heart or in his gut even maybe this feeling like he was entrepreneurial in spirit and wanted to create something of great value for him, for himself, his family, for his friends, for whoever. And so this young man took a very successful career that had all these benefits, great opportunities and so forth and chunked it and said, I am gonna start my own business. And yes, that young man that of brilliance in nature was me. And so it took a lot of courage because my wife said, are you kidding me? (laughs) We just built our new home (laughs) in the Tulsa area. And uh, I came home to her one day and I said, you know, I just think the Lord's leading me to to do something on my own. I just feel like I've got this yearning and for lack of a better term, I want to try to do something. So I'll never forget our first year in business uh, back in the hometown where near both of us were raised. I worked more hours. I worked 2,800 hours. Now, the normal person would work 2,080. I worked 2,800 hours. I tracked my time for a full year. And at the end of that year, we netted, netted, mind you, uh, in 1992, (laughs) about $36,000. That was it. I was 12 in
0: 1992.
1: Yeah. Appreciate you bringing that to our (laughs) perspective. Uh, But anyway... (laughs) See, folks, you never know where this is going, right? I'm telling you, you never know where this is going. So so my point I'm making is it took a lot of courage for me to do that. You know, I left a stable career that I had all, all the potential to, to really do well in and, and took it on my own and did even better, in my opinion, because I got further, faster, and helped more people and did those things outside of that box of being in corporate America. I'm not saying everyone needs to do that, but I say be true to yourself and your
0: mindfulness, right? And I agree absolutely. And I think it takes courage to make those financial decisions in your personal and professional life. You know that that could turn out to be a complete flop. Honestly, I am the type of person that I I work on having a lot of courage because I'm not a risk taker. And I kind of feel that like those two things are synonymous. If you if you take a risk, you have to have courage in that risk because you have to commit. You have to believe in it. And when we talk about becoming. You know, you talk about it in a professional sense, and I think about it from my experience in a, in a personal sense. I tried to become who I thought I needed to be. I, several years ago, decided to step away from one of the things I had been involved in for a number of years and was very, very, very passionate about as a volunteer, because I thought I needed to commit to my family and my son. And what I learned about myself through that process is I missed it even more. I was missing a part of who I was supposed to be that I had lost. And so when we talk about becoming, you know, just because we feel obligated to do things or commit or change, you don't have to give up something that you really, really love. And, you know, we talk a lot about like growing up and young adults, that if you love something and you let it go, it'll come back to you if it's meant to be. And I found myself two years later, basically just begging and saying, okay, I've tried to give it up. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm unfulfilled. I have got to get back in the groove of doing what I absolutely am passionate about. And so I did that and I have not regretted it at all. And I have made time to try to find that balance. Um, turns out my 13 year old doesn't need me as much as I thought he did, which is kind of sad, but not sad in the same sense that I'm great that he's learning to be independent. Um, but it gave me back my sense of purpose. And I don't ever want to lose that.
1: Until you got to your son missing you, I really thought you said you'd given up coffee for two years. I cannot see her doing that, but
0: that takes a lot of courage. I can't give up coffee for two days.
1: (laughs) You know, I will tell you, though, the courageous thing that you're doing is the fact that you're giving trueness to yourself. And, And I always ask people, I say, you know, why do you think you're on the planet? And, and, you will know, get some of these terse answers like, well, to, to make money to feed my family or um, I'm here just to you know enjoy each day or whatever. But really, if you think about it, introspectively, look at what you are here on this planet to accomplish. And the two most important days of your life will be determining that. Now, there was a gentleman that wrote some great books. One I loved as a kid was Tom Sawyer, who, who wrote the book. Do you recall? Mm-hmm. Mark Twain. Well, that was his pen name. Pen name, Mark Twain, right? Samuel Clemens is his actual name. Not that I'm a geek and digress, but anyway. And
0: but another cool name, though. Good good job on his pen.
1: You know Twain? Can you believe that? What a name, right? Uh, That's (laughs) cool too. He picked a good uh, stage name. So, in terms of what he said, were the two most important days of your life? What do you think the first one was, Lori?
0: The day you're born.
1: Absolutely. Wouldn't be here without that day, right? So it has to be right. one of the most important days. What do you think the second day is?
0: Uh the day you die.
1: Close, but no.
0: <laughs> no. I, I was stabbing in the dark, honestly, the, on that one.
1: The, everyone says that. But the second most important day of your life is oh, if oh. birth if birth was the most important, what was the second?
0: Finding your purpose.
1: When you learn the reason why, Why? same thing. When you learn the reason why. So that really struck home to me. So there's this process we call the blueprinting process that I'm having our entire team at Compass Capital Management go through the process now, not to share it with me, but to themselves find what their purpose is and for why they're on the planet And uh, it's really quite eye-opening what you discover about yourself. So when you're talking about self-talk and and checking in for your mindfulness, keep in mind, too, that your values will drive your mindfulness, right? So what do I mean by that, Lori, about your values driving mindfulness?
0: Well, I mean, I think it's a testament to who you are personally and, and what you value in yourself and what you're willing to accept and what you're willing to tolerate. Because in those things, when you keep those true to yourself, those impact your mindset.
1: Absolutely. So do you think I can truly be happy in this world if I'm not truthfully to myself? In other words, if I'm not living who I really am, but I'm living someone else's life, you know, And I always tell people, hey, when you read a great book or you see someone like a Zig Ziglar speak, I got to be honest with you, I didn't do this right. I became more of a follower than a learner. You know, you just got, man, if I could just emulate what he does, how he speaks, how he dresses, who he's, who he is as a person, if I could emulate that, then Jimmy would be the next Zig Ziglar. And that's just not how it works, right? So our really true pinnacle of success is going to come when Lori Few looks deep inside her her own being and says, I know why I'm on the planet. And you pursue that highest calling is my opinion. So this tactic is a very good one, Lori. So this last tactic Lori and I are sharing is one that I use every week and every day to keep me focused on the important aspects of life. And I like to say I am the person I hope that taught this acronym to Miss Lori Few, my co-host, with great value to me. Because <laughs> I know, she, looked at me, <laughs> she yeah. looked at me real funny the day I introduced her to it. But anyway, yep. even though these big this tactic requires great courage. On a weekly and almost daily basis, it is vital you do this. So, I focus on my big three goals and tasks for the week and the day, and these are what, Lori? What do I call them?
0: behags
1: Hags. Yes. What I really mean? thought
0: I, I really thought that it was really a, a bad four-letter word the first time you introduced it to me. I almost didn't believe you. I was like, "Come again? What? What did you say? I think you, you said what?" Back-
1: You know, my character better than that. I would not use a profane language (laughs) word, even an acronym. (laughs) And
0: and that's why I had to take a second. I had to take a second, just to beat. But big, hairy, audacious goals.
1: I love that. And, you know, these require me to be more than I previously was yesterday, Lori, so I can accomplish even greater things today, right? Now, when people say, I accomplish great things, let me tell you what is great. Great is you comparing your performance yourself yesterday to your new self today? Did it go positive or negative? If it went positive, that is a big, big deal. It is easy to grow in smaller steps than trying to take giant ones, right? I tell people, all I want to do is improve in my capability as well as my mentality 1% per day. If I do that, how many days in most years? 365. That is a lot of improvement, right?
0: That is a lot. 365. And Packing that into your, I mean, we talk about numbers a lot, but if you think about it, 1%, that's, that's so, we probably spend more time sending a text message than 1% of our effort. So, if we could really focus that, it would be so impactful.
1: Oh, I spend way more on because I don't like to do that type of uh, what you call abbreviation and doing the special <laughs> words. I have to spell them out. So, it takes me. it's just part of my OCD of writing. I'm sorry. But, you know, when you, when you set your mind, Lord, to tackling a bigger goal than you have ever accomplished in your past. You must have courage to see it through. It's easy to put on paper. It is most challenging to put into action, right? This is where the growth in your life really flourishes. I know some people that have gotten caught up in their day-to-day world and they're just running circles with no real positive growth. And they seem to me to be pretty miserable. They feel like their career is not where they want it to be. Their family's not accomplishing the goals it had set. They're, they're living in the life of just mediocrity when they have such greatness to accomplish. You see that, that we were engineered for success and endowed with the seeds of greatness, but we all must do what all seeds do. What is that, Lori? Grow. Grow. And Lori does something for me. She always comes up with great sayings. And she said, when she's in a time of difficulty, In those parts of life, she says, you learn to not just go through it, but grow through it. You learn more about it, right? Absolutely. To leave a legacy of accomplishment in life, you must have been uncomfortable for a number of years in life. Many of my mentors started life with literally nothing, only to become so courageous they left millions to make the world a better place for those in the future.
0: So this week's challenge, are you ready? It's to implement these three tactics in your life and to place and, and to find a place of discomfort so that you can reach your potential. So, as we always say, go ahead and live, live your, life your life
1: by your desire.
0: Design.
1: <laughs> you know, one day, we're, this is episode 185. We're going to get that down one day, but I always feel like if I had the talent of the Jackson Five, they never said anything <laughs> unless it was in unison, right? <laughs> hey, see you next week.
0: You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company. All rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley.